and welcome to Fully Booked, the podcast from the English Department at Brentwood Urshaline. My name is Miss Rubery and today we'll be exploring Priestley's ideas about social responsibility and their presentation in an inspector course. Before we start, it's really important to remember to include relevant contextual details in your analysis of the play, but you must avoid making sweeping generalisations when commenting on context. For example, you can't say things like, all capitalists were arrogant or stupid. This simply isn't true. While Priestley undoubtedly wrote the play as a criticism of capitalism, we can see examples of intelligent capitalists operating both at the time that Priestley was writing and in society today. So when you're writing essays, try to integrate relevant and accurate contextual comments. You can, of course, refer to the biased way in which Priestley presents capitalism and socialism, for example, through his use of Mr Burling and the Inspector as their respective mouthpieces. But don't assume that the features of these characters are true of all capitalists and socialists across time. Firstly, it is important to have a clear definition of socialism and social responsibility. Socialism, put simply, is the concept that we are responsible for each other, as presented by the Inspector in the play. Social responsibility, then, is the action of looking out for others and taking responsibility for the impact that our actions have on their lives. In 1945, when Priestley was writing the play, the UK political scene was slowly shifting in favour of socialism. The Labour Party won a landslide victory in the general election and over the next six years built the foundations of the welfare state. This idea of a society where every individual could access the support they needed was rapidly replacing the traditional capitalist view that a man has to wake his own way and look after himself and his family, represented by Mr Burling in the play. Some may question why Priestley chose to write the play as a harsh critique of capitalism if society seemed to be more socially conscious after the war. Priestley witnessed two world wars break down the metaphorical wall that stood between people of different classes and backgrounds. The breaking down of this wall and the opportunity to learn and understand the harsh reality of the lives of lower classes was essential for the growing popularity of socialism within society. Priestley wanted to remind his audience of the consequences of forgetting the war and rebuilding the walls. He wanted to remind society of the need for social responsibility in order to avoid the fire, blood and anguish of another world war. Much of Priestley's audience would have been members of the same generation as Sheila and Eric, mocked by Mr Burling in the play as the famous younger generation, and Priestley wanted to remind these people of their crucial role in the progression of socialism. Having considered why Priestley wrote the play, let us consider how he presents the importance of social responsibility. On the most basic level, the play shows the consequences of failing to behave in a socially responsible manner, with the pregnant Eva Smith being driven to commit suicide as a result of the combined actions of the Burling family and Gerald Croft and their negative impact on her life. However, it is worth bearing in mind that the play is not about the actions of five people and their impact on the life of one person, but rather presents a far more powerful message about the actions of groups of people more generally. Eva Smith is used by Priestley as a symbol of the whole of the working class. Her name is selected as an extremely common working class first name and surname. Her death then highlights the fatal consequences of those in positions of power acting without consideration of how their actions may affect those depending on them for employment, love or support. In his final address, 
the inspector states that although one Eva Smith is gone, there are millions and millions and millions of Eva Smiths and John Smiths left with us, with their lives, their hopes and fears, their suffering and a chance of happiness, all intertwined with our lives and what we think and say and do, emphasising this point to his audience. When examining the language in this speech closely, it is clear that it is not only directed at the Burling family, but also at all members of the audience. Priestley is directly reminding the audience of the wide-reaching consequences of their actions and the necessity of making socially responsible choices in order to ensure a better future for all. Further to this, the inspector also states that we are all members of one body. This image, reminiscent of St Paul's idea of one body, many parts, reminds the audience that the way their actions impact those around them will also impact upon their future. In the play, it is clear that the Burling family are all in some way impacted by the consequences of their actions. While Eric and Sheila are shaken and driven to change their ways, even Mr Burling shows concern that a public scandal might cost him his knighthood. Priestley here shows his audience that being socially responsible is essential, not just for the happiness of others, but also for their own happiness. People of all backgrounds and classes are essential to the smooth running of society. While Mr Burling vehemently rejects this idea of people of different classes being mixed together like bees in a hive, the irony is that his own company cannot run and therefore his status cannot be supported without the work of hundreds of girls. This would be clear to the audience watching the play in 1945. The sentiment that social res socially responsible behaviour is necessary for the happiness of everyone, then, is clearly present even from the very start of the play. Priestley further strengthens the case for socialism through his presentation of capitalism, the opposing view that society should be structured around every man looking out for himself, focusing on lower costs and higher prices in the business sector. Through his use of Mr Burling as the mouthpiece of capitalism, Priestley is cleverly able to discredit it, as the audience are led to see his character as arrogant and narrow-minded from the very start of the play. In his speech before the inspector's arrival, Burling makes three statements about the future that Priestley's audience would have known to be false. Remember, although the play is written in 1945, it's set in 1912. He claims that the Titanic is absolutely unsinkable and that there is no chance of war and that there will be no problems for business. The certainty with which Mr Burling speaks, disregarding the views of all others, sets him up as selfish and dislikable, leading the audience to quickly disagree with his sentiment that community and looking out for others is nonsense. By comparison, the inspector as the mouthpiece of socialism is presented as far more reasonable, assertive and imposing to the audience. Before he even speaks, the inspector creates an impression of massiveness on the stage, and his blunt, simple and in places monosyllabic language makes him a compelling and powerful character. By juxtaposing the hard-hitting character of the inspector with the apparent idiocy and carelessness of Mr Burling, Priestley again emphasises the appeal of socialism to his audience. Through his presentation of social responsibility, Priestley reminds his audience of the importance of removing the rose-tinted glasses and shining a harsh light on the reality of the lives of those around us and the consequences of our actions. He forces his audience to remember that we do not live alone, 
a message that is perhaps just as relevant today as it was when the play was written. We, the audience, all need to consider the potentially devastating consequences that acting irresponsibly can have on the lives of others. Here are some next steps for your independent study. Create a mind map on social responsibility in the play. Identify key quotes and annotate them thoroughly. Identifying language devices and dramatic devices and linking in any relevant contextual details. Take a look at the British Library website. If you enter an inspector calls into the search bar at the top of the homepage, you will find lots of interesting articles on the play, its characters, themes and context. As always, once you have completed your own independent study, please ask your teacher to clarify anything you do not understand. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate the support you've already shown to our podcast. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or another platform. Leave us a preferably five-star review as this helps others find the podcast and join us again for another episode of Fully Booked. Goodbye for now.